Welcome to Driven in Her Purpose. This is a show that brings women together, women who are answering God's calling in their lives every day and living in their purpose with confidence. I started this show with the purpose of bringing together a community of women who are dreaming, doing, and making an impact on the world using their talents, their gifts, and their life experience. I strongly believe that having a supportive and spirit-filled community is instrumental to starting and growing any business. I believe that women need to be united and lift each other up and help each other shine. With God as our guide, we can do anything. So are you ready to join us? Then let's do this together. Welcome back to another episode of Driven in Her Purpose. I'm Rosie Leonore, your host, and I am so happy that you can join me today on this special Spirit-Filled Saturday. Now, if you're new here, Spirit-Filled Saturdays is something that I do on the first Saturday of each month to share with you what I'm learning from God's word and just share some of my reflections and some of my heart with you. All right. So if you have followed me for some time now, or if you know me and are watching here on video or are listening on the podcast, you'll probably notice that my voice is not exactly the same. And that's because I am getting over an illness. Um, I'm getting much better right now. We've actually been battling COVID here in this household. Thankfully, it has not been as bad as uh, one initially would think. Uh, and in, my daughter is so just recovered super quickly, like within two days, she was so much better. My husband has recovered almost 100% um, dealing with a little fatigue. But and then myself, I just have more like that head cold thing going on. So, um, yeah, definitely it hasn't been easy, but, uh, you know, God is good and he has really strengthened us and it really has not been so bad. So I'm super grateful for that. So today's spirit-filled Saturday reflection actually has to do with our experience this week and experiencing the love of others, our family members, of course, and our friends. So in our time of most need during these times, we've been going through this illness, our friends um, found out, we, you know, we told our friends and family and uh, immediately both friends and family were offering whatever we needed. And uh, some of those things were meals. One of them was, um, I was so like amazed. We put out a message on our group chat in within our family group that we have in church and we our community group and uh we 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 said oh you know we needed a few things from the grocery store and we were going to pay them back of course and like with the minute that my husband put that out there like within seconds to minutes at least five people responded like, yeah, we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. I was like, what? <laughs> I was just like blown away with the quick responses and with how many people were willing to do that. And not only did they get us groceries, but they refused to receive payment from us. So I am so grateful for them. And I'm so grateful for all the, the people who just have been there um, praying for us and just offering whatever we needed. So um, I want to say a special thank you to you if you're listening to all of you, our friends and family 
who have been here during this difficult time, during this challenging time in our lives right now. I want to spend this time talking about friendship, being a good friend. We were able to receive the friendship and the, the love and the support this week. But I thought to myself, okay, well, we, we love to receive, we appreciate receiving, but how can we give that? How can we be a good friend? Oftentimes, you know, if you are a good friend, you will get good friends. You know, that, that's kind of how it works for the most part. If you are a good friend, that person will most likely, most likely, not always, I'm not going to say that it always happens, but most likely bring that back to you when you need it the most. And so I wanted to bring out seven characteristics of being a good friend. And as I did this Bible study, uh, I found these things to be so true in my life personally and from what I've seen. All right. So the first one is be a reliable friend. And that's probably my favorite one. So that's why it goes first. Be a reliable friend. I want you to look at Proverbs 18, verse 24. If you have your Bible with you, and if not, you can just listen in. It says, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Wow. So one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. You know, it talks about having unreliable friends, but what about being a reliable friend? You know, turn that, turn that the other way around. It basically is saying you want, you don't want to have unreliable friends. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you want to have reliable friends, you better be a reliable friend. This is not saying that you're going to be a perfect person, that you're always going to get it right. Because man, myself and my husband, we have forgotten things we have been like oh my gosh like uh oh dude, we were supposed to do this we forgot but for the most part we have been reliable why because we really believe that to love one of the main um ways of loving is being reliable is being someone is being people who can be there for the people who need us most when they need us and being having that reliable reputation again not perfect because we are human but be a reliable person be a reliable friend the second thing is kind of takes me back to what the world called the golden rule which actually really stems from this scripture in luke chapter 6 verse 31 and it says do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Mm -hmm, that's Jesus saying that, right? So do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So basically treat others how you would want to be treated, okay? So treat others as you would want to be treated. And I think that's very practical because you can actually think of, for example, you know, think of something right now, like take a moment, take a moment and think of something that you, that makes you feel loved. That when someone does this for you, or if someone were to do this for you, you would feel so loved. Think about that for a second. Got it? All right. Now, that is exactly what you should do to someone else. All right. So that's my challenge for you. That's a little homework for you. Do that. You know, that thing that you thought about right now, do that to someone this week, this week or next week. Just 
have have that or sometimes this month you know if the opportunity doesn't present itself you don't have to wait for it you can create that opportunity you can be intentional about it okay so the next characteristic of a good friend is to value others above yourselves okay so this is the scripture that we're going to look at and it's in philippians 2 verse 3 to 4 3 through 4 and it says do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit rather in humility value others above yourselves not looking to your own interests but each of you to the interests of others okay so the next characteristic we're going to look at is valuing your friends truly valuing your friends above yourselves so the scripture we're going to look at is in philippians 2 verse 3 through 4 and it says do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit rather in humility value others above yourselves not looking to your own interests but each of you to the interests of others okay so what how is it that you value others above yourselves? Think about a way that you can do that. Think about how you value your friends. How do you see them? Do you see them as above you? Not in a insecure way, like they're better than you or anything like that. It's more like, listen, they deserve high quality this, high quality attention, high quality service. Like, how do you see them? And it doesn't matter where they're from, how much money they have, um, even how much they're there for you. You know, if they're just only there for you every now and again versus someone else who's, who's there for you more often or whatever the case, it doesn't matter. You know, the Bible doesn't discriminate. Jesus doesn't discriminate, right? Paul wasn't discriminating. Like, value others above yourselves, okay? So do you truly value your friends? You know, something that you can do is reflect on Think about a couple of friends or even one friend and meditate on like how, why do you value them? What is it about them that you look at and you go, wow, like this person's really special because, and I think that can help you also value them. All right. So the next, the next quality of a good friend is being hospitable, be hospitable. We're going to look at First Peter chapter four, verse eight through nine. And it says, above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers over a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. All right. So how often do you show hospitality to people? How often do you do that? Hospitality oftentimes involves opening up your home, opening up your place where you live in most of the time, right? So, you know, my husband and I would, we, we talk about our dream home sometimes. It used to be more frequent. We've slowed it down because we're like, we have to live in the moment, right? But one day we want to have our dream home. And our dream home is a big house. And it's not because we want a big house. Because to be honest, we're like very, very comfortable in our little medium-sized house. That's fine. A big house is because we want a big living area with a place, with a big yard, with a lot of parking so that people can come, so that we can invite many of our brothers and sisters in Christ or other new people we meet and just offer them hospitality. That is something 
that when I met my husband, I saw that in him. And I was like, wow, we have that in common. Like we really, we like to open up our homes to people and we're not the most, but like, he's not an extrovert and I'm more like a social introvert, you know? So we're both introverted. So this isn't in our character to do, but it is in our hearts to do. The Bible talks about being hospitable. Now, you know, we also, we also know that we're not going to wait to get the perfect home to welcome our friends here. We're going to do the best we can with what we have. Absolutely. You may not have the biggest home. You may even have a small, very small place, but do the very best you can with what you have. Open up your home. If it's not to a lot of people, because a lot of people can't fit, open up to a few people. Even if it's just a couple of people, invite them over for dinner, make them barbecue. Um, even if you don't cook, order something. Maybe you guys can do a potluck. I don't know, whatever. You can, you can use your home to be hospitable to others. So one of the things I appreciate so much about um, our family and our friendships, our friends, especially within the church, is that they often, we oftentimes reach out to each other to see what we can pray for each other for. So this week, you know, we were being reassured that they were praying for us. And that's one of the things I love so much, you know, even the people that could not do anything beyond praying for us, that was good enough for us. We appreciate that they pray for us. So the last characteristic, certainly not last, but definitely one of the seven that I studied this morning, <laughs> characteristic of a good friend is to offer godly advice as well as seek godly advice too. And that's a good thing. You know, you want to also seek it, but as being a good friend, you want to offer godly advice. So we're going to look at Proverbs verse 27, verse nine, and it says, Perfume and incense bring joy to the heart, and the pleasantness of a friend springs from their heartfelt advice. All right. So, you know, the advice you want to give should also be heartfelt. Okay. So, if it's godly and heartfelt, that's an awesome combination because it's kind of one and the same if you think about it. Be having godly advice should be heartfelt, but should also be definitely scriptural. And so if your friend is in need of advice, or if you're like, you know what, looks like they could use some advice here, offer it to them. You know, offering godly advice, offering heartfelt advice, doing it with so much love is so valuable. And it is part of being such a good, good friend. You know, you never know that with your godly advice, you may have gotten them out of a rut. You may have helped them in a way that you probably don't even think in a huge way. So definitely that is the seventh characteristic of being a good friend that I wanted to talk about today. So hopefully these, these characteristics have helped you straight from the Bible, have helped you to maybe encourage you to be an even better friend than you, than you already are. Okay, so to sum it up, the seven characteristics of a good friend we spoke about today are to be reliable, to treat others as you would want to be treated, to value people, to value your friends, to practice kindness, to be hospitable, to pray for them, and to offer heartfelt and godly advice. So let's go ahead and be a good friend. Practice being a better friend. That is my challenge to you 
for this month for Spirit-Filled Saturday and for the month of July. And speaking of the month of July, the 4th of July is just in two days. So I want to wish you all a happy 4th, celebrating freedom along with your family and friends, or even if you're just staying home and being by yourself, <laughs> you're never by yourself. You're always in a company. You've got God with you always by your side. So enjoy every moment of this holiday. I will leave you to enjoy it. I won't be airing an episode on the 4th of July Monday. So I will meet you again right back here the following Monday where I will have another special guest with me that you're going to really enjoy hearing from. All right, ladies. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you in the next one. Hey sister, real quick, if you received any encouragement from this podcast, the best way you can thank me is by going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. The more reviews that are on the podcast, the more women that can be reached so that they can also be encouraged and inspired as they dream and do for the glory of God, just like you. May God bless you and guide you as you pursue and grow your God-given dreams.